0: Hello, hello everyone, welcome to the Older Adult to Geriatric Nutrition Answers podcast presented to you by LongTermCareRD.com. I'm Michelle Sari, your host and presenter of today's episode. Uh, welcome back. Happy New Year. I know I took a few weeks off there. It was amazing. Spent a lot of time with family, traveled a little bit, and now the winter has officially set in where I am. So um, I'm happy to be back. I will continue to be doing new podcast episodes. Just wanted to take some holidays, and it was really nice. But if you've been on the website lately, you may have noticed that I have not taken a break from publishing articles. Um, Um, I'm publishing a lot of articles. I think we published about 15 in the month of December, so be sure to go on the website and check out all of the articles because I promise you they all are very useful. A big theme for the month of December was about um, swallowing issues, the soft food diet, pocketing of food, which I'm going to talk about today actually, um, gives some really great tips on how to manage it. Um, So there was just a lot of articles that were really focused on practical applications, so how to get somebody to eat when they are refusing, unable to, and you can't quite figure out the cause. So be sure to check out the website. I will provide the link in the description of this podcast episode and you can look at those articles. I'm going to quickly pop in here to talk about our newest resource. This was released actually a few months ago and it has become definitely the top selling product on the website which just goes to show the incredible need for it. And it's the Ultimate Long-Term Care Dietitian's Reference Guide. So this reference guide is if you are a new dietitian this is exactly what you need. I wrote it myself and what I did was I bridged the gap between what we read in the textbooks you know giving you well if this is the scenario here is what you should be doing but a lot of times I'm sure you know as a dietitian it's not practical it's if this is a textbook situation but we live in the real world and we simply don't have those textbook situations so I give you realistic examples and I tell you how to implement realistic nutrition care plans I walk you through the basics of long-term care nutrition I go through a full nutrition assessment how to. I tell you how to build nutrition care plans. I give you support in terms of nutrition support, end of life support, um, working with your team, nutrition management of chronic conditions. So I really laid out exactly what I was looking for um, in practice, especially when I first started out. I just wanted a quick reference guide. Just give me exactly what I'm looking for in a one or two page summary and that's what I did. So I'll link that one in the show notes. It's the Ultimate Long-Term Care Dietitian's Reference Guide. Um, It's a really great resource and I highly recommend if you're a long-term care dietitian, this is definitely um, a need product. Okay, so now that all of the housekeeping's out of the way, I'm just going to dive right into today's episode. So I'm going to be talking today about pocketing food in the elderly. This is obviously a significant thing that us as dietitians deal with, and we work in conjunction with the speech language pathologist. So both of us, we are pivotal in man- managing um, pocketing food. So what it is is it's a condition where food is held in the mouth. Especially in the cheeks without being swallowed. This behavior is more than just an eating quirk It's not just something that you know, they're making the choice to do It is actually a significant health concern and it often occurs in individuals that have some type of cognitive difficulty like dementia um, Or physical issues such as dysphagia. We see it very frequently in dysphagia Now I have worked in long-term care for almost a decade now And so I really want to give you my top tips on how to deal with this so The implications of pocketing food in the elderly, it's really serious because this includes, it's a really big choking hazard and also aspiration pneumonia. And if you have been practicing as a dietitian for a length of time in long-term care, chances are you've encountered a choking incident that's either been severe um, or if you you can manage it in-house, thankfully, there are a lot of times where you can um, get rid of the obstruction. Obviously, nursing staff will be the ones doing that but also aspiration pneumonia. This is a deadly condition, and anybody that gets pneumonia is at a very serious health risk in long-term care. So if we as dieticians can build nutrition care plans to make sure that our patients can just avoid aspiration pneumonia and decrease the risk of choking hazards, we're in a much better position to help them. And so aspiration pneumonia, obviously it's a condition that can lead to the food particles being inhaled and going into the lungs, and this in turn causes an infection. Um, But more importantly, not more importantly, but also, it often results in nutritional deficiencies because if somebody's pocketing food, that means that there is some level of discomfort in terms of chewing and swallowing. And so if you have discomfort doing that, you're probably going to just eat less naturally to avoid the discomfort. So we lead to inadequate food intake and malnutrition. So in terms of addressing the issues of pocketing food in the elderly, it's incredibly important for their overall health, their well-being. And if we can correct it and manage it and prevent future issues, it can greatly improve the quality of life and their safety. So some causes, uh, dementia, obviously, cognitive decline, these are the primary factors that are going to lead to pocketing. So if you have a patient that is uh, they have dementia or cognitive impairments, you already know that they're at risk so you want to keep your eye on them. As cognitive abilities begin to deteriorate, the elderly individuals they may forget the process of chewing and swallowing and this leads to food being retained in the mouth. This is very common in the advanced stages of dementia where the coordination between eating and swallowing is significantly impaired because the brain is atrophying. So at this point, they are at serious risk of malnutrition and other nutrient deficiencies if it's not managed properly. Physical causes also play a crucial role. So dysphagia, um, we do call it technically a physical issue, but it's a condition that's characterized by difficulties chewing and swallowing. So there's also other physical factors, dental problems such as missing teeth or ill-fitting dentures. They can really make the ability to chew properly very difficult if it's not... Um, comfortable for them, and this can result in pocketing. There's also psychological factors, actually, including depression and anxiety. These also really impact eating habits in the elderly, and I do have a webinar on that that I recently did. Um, I'll link that in the show notes, but these conditions can lead to a lack of interest in food or neglect in following proper eating techniques, and as a result, food may be pocketed unconsciously, uh, further complicating the act of chewing. So, the risks and complications. Obviously we know choking hazard, it obstructs the airway if food is retained in the mouth for too long and staff aren't aware of it. Um, it's obviously also aspiration pneumonia, I already talked about that, and nutritional deficiencies. So, older adults that have pocketing behaviors and swallowing issues are 4.8 times more likely to have undernutrition, so they're already at a higher risk of getting those serious nutrient deficiencies. So let's look at how do we identify. There are certain behaviors outside of just pocketing that can lead us to identify that they may be having issues and this can include prolonged meal mealtime so if it takes them a very long time to finish a meal you can, um, that can be your first cue that something is wrong with their chewing and swallowing. Also a reluctance to eat, so if they're um, verbal or non-verbal, you can find cues either way where they're not wanting to go to a meal or turning their face away when food's being offered to them, Um, remnants of food in the mouth, obviously, and also if they constantly need reminders to chew and swallow. These all may suggest difficulty with swallowing or managing food in the mouth and anyone monitoring them while eating should be alert to these changes in eating habits as these can be early warning signs so you can catch something before it becomes a serious problem. So Regular checks during and after meals can help in early detection of this behavior. Uh, Meal observations can really be a good um, indicator ahead of time. And if pocketing of food is accompanied by weight loss, obviously choking incidents, or frequent coughing during meals, it's time for either the registered dietitian or the speech-language pathologist to start getting involved, because early interventions can prevent complications, can prevent choking problems, can prevent aspiration pneumonia. So I do have a meal observation screen that I'll attach in the show notes as well, and these can really help you to identify that. So then the question becomes, well, how do we manage and prevent pocketing of food? Obviously, the first one is diet modification. So texture ad- adjustments are a vital aspect of dietary modifications for the elderly who pocket food. So switching to that right diet texture and changing fluids where needed to be thicker can make swallowing easier and reduce the risk of choking. These modifications, what they do is they ensure that it is easier to manage the food, which decreases the likelihood of pocketing because it's easier to swallow something when the texture is either just one simple texture or it's just less chewing required. Now I will give a caveat here that I am obviously, in previous episodes you've heard, a very big advocate of liberalizing the diet as much as is safely possible. Um, But the key word there is safe, so just because somebody is having some pocketing issues doesn't mean that you're going to go from a regular texture diet all the way down to pureed. You really want to find that in between ground where there is safe chewing, safe swallowing procedures happening while also making sure that they still enjoy the food and that they're still eating. So this is where your speech-language pathologist will be your greatest asset to find that middle ground where safety is ensured, but we're also allowing them to have some quality of life where they're still enjoying the food. So make sure that you're still checking in with the individual whose diet you're changing to A get their agreement to begin with And B, to also ensure that they're enjoying it. So it's not just a one-time thing where you, you know, change the diet texture and then you never show up again. No, you're still going to go back. You're going to meet them again. You're going to see how the food is going. You can check in during a meal time. And this doesn't take a significant amount of your time. Um, But it's just really going to make a difference to that individual because quality of life is a piece that we're still looking at. Um, So hydration strategies are also really important in managing pocketing of food. So ensuring that the elderly are adequately hydrated helps to maintain saliva production and that is obviously essential for proper swallowing. And also training staff that offering regular sips of water or other suitable liquids during meals, it can actually facilitate smoother swallowing and reduce that tendency to pocket food because when there's liquid in the mouth, it gives the cue to swallow even if it's just saliva and that can help to push the food down the next is eating environments and eating techniques so creating a distraction free environment is really important for elderly individuals that are prone to pocketing of food so you want to reduce the background noise and visual distractions and help them focus on the act of eating so a calm and quiet dining area encourages concentration on the eating process Also, proper positioning and posture during meals plays a significant role, ensuring that the elderly, they're they're seated comfortably and upright, so they're not, you know, laying back in their wheelchair because that puts them at higher risk of choking, so the 90 degree angle is what we try to go for. The right posture actually helps in aligning the throat and the digestive tract, and this makes the swallowing process more efficient and reducing the pocketing. Encouraging mindful eating is also beneficial because this involves teaching um, the elderly individual to be more aware of each bite, to chew thoroughly, and swallow before taking the next bite. So mindful eating practices, this is just simply gentle reminders during the meals. And this is typically where I find the dietitian probably gets the most involved after the diet textures is just providing that education to staff about how to promote those better eating behaviors and training them. So Next and final is the professional interventions and support. So you as the registered dietitian, you are typically the first line of support when pocketing or swallowing issues arise. So you can alter the diet texture, consult with a speech therapist in order to have them fully assessed. And the dietitian is also critical in ensuring that the individual can maintain optimal nutrition and we're monitoring to prevent that weight loss. Speech therapists, obviously super important as they do that swallowing assessment. So you're gonna work with them. Uh, Regular dental assessments are also really important. So if you think that dental issues are the cause of the chewing problem and the discomfort or the patient tells you that themselves, talking to the staff and talking to the family to get them assessed by a dental professional can go a long way and also caregiving, uh, caregiver training and support are key components as well, because caregivers, they need to be equipped with the right knowledge and skills to assist their loved one during a meal. So training them in the proper feeding techniques and to recognize those signs of pocketing and also emergency procedures to notify staff if they notice that there's um, coughing or choking during the meal. So. Because there are some loved ones that are gracious enough to come every meal to help out and So if you can get them on board with recognizing those early warning signs, then that is a very helpful thing So those are my top tips for managing pocketing in the elderly. I Do have full dysphagia care plans um, in the website that you can find and so effectively managing Pocketing food in the elderly requires awareness So you need to know what you're looking for the staff need to know what they're looking for you're obviously going to do appropriate diet texture modifications and try to have that supportive eating environment. So turn the TV off, turn the radio down to have just nice soft music for elderly people to listen to, um, professional interventions. So this isn't just about the dietitian. This is the speech therapist. This is dental care and training all of the healthcare aides and staff that are helping to assist with meals about what they should be doing because addressing the issue, it not only improves the safety and the nutritional health of the elderly, but it also enhances their overall quality of life. So when you start to implement these strategies, you're gonna notice that your patients are way better taken care of, which is a really great thing and what we're all striving for. So that's all that I have for you today. Be sure to like and follow the show on your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. You can find me and like it on Instagram and Facebook at Long LongTermCareRD. You can also visit the website at www.LongTermCareRD.com and in the show description notes, you will find all the articles related to the links that were mentioned today. Hope you guys have an awesome day and I'll see you again next week.